This podcast has been paid for by the Major World Order. No, 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 Major World Order. Figs for life. Welcome to another episode of the Major World Order podcast. A podcast dedicated to the fans of the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Billy Walter Peck. I have a pro wrestling tea store because I am a ring announcer for Omaha, Nebraska's longest running wrestling organization, PWP Live. You can check out my personal store at prowrestlingtees.com slash zombillyhorror. And with me is... Husvar, a.k.a. the Major Mark Kid, a.k.a. Handsome Husvar, a.k.a. Heartbreak Husvar, collector of all things wrestling, movies, TV, and pop culture, especially the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast merch. I'm also a supporter of the all-ego Ethan Page, rest in peace, and the very nice, very evil Danhausen. <laughs> He's dead. He's dead right now. I was like, wait a minute, did he die? <laughs> but I forgot, yeah. <laughs> and we also have... The greatest co-host of the Major World Order. I mean, you guys should just be in awe of me every week. I mean, I do what? I really need to even introduce myself anymore? No, I was just try- honestly trying to think of something different because um, I can't really use the most loyal turmoil turmoil <laughs> turmoil push-ups. terminator right now. Just yeah, I'll, I'll do some push-ups, but I can't really use that right now because um, it's over. You know, FWF is over for for the time being. So yeah. I guess I'll just stick with. The Big Jake Boski, a.k.a. the Sean Kemp of wrestling figure collecting, a.k.a. the Major Mad Hatter, Jake, don't call me Bray Wyatt. Welcome to the major, m- 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 major world order where it's just too sweet. That is right. You can follow us on all the social media platforms at Major World Order. And if you don't find us on some platform, then we're not there. Um, but we also have our own pro wrestling tea store and i believe as of this recording uh uh, the release of this recording there is a sale at pro wrestling tees.com slash major world order for 20 percent off 20 yeah let's see february 2nd through february 4th oh yeah so if you're listening to this it's the last day you better be getting your stuff in uh Customer appreciation sale. Code word is thank you. Wrestlingtees.com slash major world. Woo woo woo. Everyone knows it. Yes. Um, so let's uh, go ahead and usually we would talk about the things that happened throughout the week uh, leading into, you know, our last episode leading into what we're going on with our guest. But like it was such a major week and this, yeah. this guest uh, did take part in it. Yes, you know, so let's just bring him on now and then we'll get into the regular format of the questions and all that. But the man of a thousand and four shirts, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Joey Hudson. Your guest, Joey Hudson, aka 
Specialist Joey Wrestling, a.k.a. SJW, a.k.a. the oldest millennial, a.k.a. <laughs> the original Eminem parody songwriter of the major wrestling figure fa- podcast Facebook group. Is that what you say? Hit my fucking music! <laughs> <laughs> All right, there you go. There's a little snippet. I'm gonna go to Gabby. Talk to me, Pa. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) Those little inserts were sort of the funniest part. So, so since we brought it up, and and I know you guys, this will bond us. Right, I've got Major <laughs> Justin Walsh heat after Ooh. after his. Uh, okay, I don't know the, the club. This, uh, yeah, right, right. Uh, <laughs> I knew this was the place to come with this information. So <laughs> I don't know what he titled his "Lose Yourself" parody song that he played uh, to start the flea market. Right, oh, sure. uh, but I was like, okay, first of all, I wrote Eminem parody songs about the Facebook group. Oh. months before justin did and i put i put a picture a screenshot in the group i had a file in my phone for a song called lucy yourself that i was Ooh. waiting no. oh no so oh boy he stole, my he stole my idea he obviously hacked my phone and, <laughs> all right and i have mad respect for justin he did much better with his version than i could have ever done with mine <laughs> but that's not the point right like right uh so Justin, just so you know, we're we're coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby, this oh, is baby. Hot. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, you wrote the Stang song, and uh, uh, you know you had a, a litany of of AKAs for yourself. I love it. Um, but yeah, yeah, so Major Fest week happened, and uh, we were part of the flea market. The first ever live flea market that ran for four hours and 42 minutes had no pee breaks. No pee breaks. (laughs) My bladder still hurts from that one. Over 2,700 comments to sift through. And uh, like a thousand people checked in. And there was like always like a couple hundred people uh, watching at the same time the entire time. And uh, it was a it was a great time. Over thirty guests yeah. it had to have been over a hundred different items, and it was a lot of fun, a yeah. lot of work. And I do believe for people that came on with multiple items, the only person to sell all of his multiple <laughs> items <laughs> was not Luke Gallows. It was not Swaggle. It was not Matt Cardona or Heath. It was, it was Joey Hudson. That's yeah. right. Price to move. Those items the, were price the to Shooter move. McGavin of the flea market. You ran right. that fancy coat, man. Yeah. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, Matt, Matt said he wanted you guys to dress up, so I thought it was fair for me to at least try and bring a little pizzazz <laughs> to the presentation. Right? I know. I know a lot of people um, had great stuff, and like they've got very cool setups that they wanted to show up behind them. Uh, I don't, my office doesn't, isn't quite as uh, photogenic, right? I'm glad we're doing this one on audio so I can do it here in the office. But... <laughs> well, actually, this is video. 
Oh, okay. No, well, I'll release it. <laughs> no, I'm it <laughs> Fix my hair up a little bit. Shit. <laughs> yeah, you got to start over and do your yeah. your little shimmy. Yeah, <laughs> my turn. Your yep. dramatic turn. Yeah, I learned like half from... the Miz one where he's like, <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so you guys, I mean, that flea market was so much fun, and uh, props to Aaron too. He's mm. he's oh, not. Yeah. Yeah. He's not on the episode today. This is my episode. <laughs> right. uh, but like, I, when, you know, the next day when he said something like, I just finished going through the messages, you know, I can imagine how much work he put in even after sure. the fact. Oh, and yeah. I know you guys probably all did. Do you guys want to talk about a little? Can you tell me a little bit about like what went into putting it all together? I'm sure people want to know. It was a lot. Um out of everyone, I probably did the least amount of, I mean, I, I had to reach out to a few people and well, let me, let me explain it like this. Let me, let me, let me fill you in on some <laughs> details. So I did do a lot of work, but it was <laughs> okay. My, the hardest thing I had to do was get super Gabby to make that video. <laughs> I was working him for literally three and a half weeks. I think um, it, <laughs> yeah, it was very difficult because he kept going back and forth. Oh, I got you today. I got you tomorrow. I'll do it this day, you know. And then he, you know, like five or six times, what do you want me to say? And of course, it's all him sending me voice messages, you know, and I'm texting him back. And then he's just, next thing, he's just going off, like making a, talking about like, you know, stuff he needs to get at the grocery store. And like, <laughs> like what do you do? Like, this has nothing to do with what we're talking Maybe about. Maybe we'll so. put out an outtake thing. Yeah, I, yeah, I have all those voice clips too. So I should put all those on there. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. The, we should make a super Gabby album, just him just talking <laughs> shit the whole That'd time. Funny. Um, but uh, you know, a lot of it mostly for me was just reaching out to people, a couple people, and um, you know, kind of getting a few things set up. But you know, Billy, I think, did probably the most work out of yes. out of all of us. Um, you know, did with uh, let me just, guess, Husvar was in charge of picking maybe Ethan Page and Dan Housen. Um, I'm uh, so. <laughs> So I, um, so I originally wanted Dan Housen, Ethan Page to be special guests. Um, Mm -hmm. they had Mm -hmm. other, you know, time constraints engagements. So they were able to, um, do the recordings, which was awesome. But my, my most hectic, uh, job out of all of it was creating the schedule of everything. (laughs) So this, I, I made my own template on Excel and I, you know, filled it in and then it was a lot of okay this guest canceled or, or this guest needed this time so i had to rearrange and i sent it to these guys maybe like five or six different times well you it was know? funny that the day of i didn't even know you'd send it to our email because like, hey, we're, 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 how come everybody has this list and i don't have it so so i go in there and there's like 17 emails and then the last one it said final 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 draft of the flea market yes <laughs> um and, and it was you know it was a lot of that was was a, a pain to do but it was also fun to do because it, you know i was everyone was kind of relying on you know a schedule to keep things kind of in order but um i yeah. i love getting the videos from dan Housen and ethan and <laughs> it was so much fun yeah, well, um, actually, spoiler alert, there's actually two videos from Ethan. Yeah, right. there, there's two. Um, <laughs> he he didn't say the right um, title in it, so I had him do it again. A yard sale. He called it a yard sale. Um, so we're like, no, <laughs> we need Canadian to say free market. Right. <laughs> yes. Um, but it, it was fun. It was fun getting both of them to, to do it. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah, I didn't expect to be talking about this, but I guess you're probably <laughs> right, Joey. Like, it is stuff that people may mm-hmm. want to know some about. So, yeah, um, 
I was mostly like the graphics and video department um, and audio. So uh, Aaron would get he so he was the one in contact with the most of the people mm-hmm. uh, uh, coordinating the major marks and the famous wrestlers um, and and you know people like John from Ringside and and uh, actually Jake got. Uh, oh yeah, Wildcat, Wildcat. Andrew. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew, yeah, from yeah. Wildcat yeah, Bell. Uh, so it, it, <clears throat> sched, uh, getting guests was mostly Aaron and then Jake, mm-hmm. and then um, so when uh, and you you saw you know obviously like your chat Joey uh, with with Aaron and I where you know luckily you had been on our first live show so you knew kind of how we did this, mm-hmm. um, but imagine basically having to have that same exact chat with every single person that was on and then telling them, make sure you have headphones and make sure, you know, that your yep. phones uh, turn the right way. If you're that, using that, you know, that your yeah. phone is updated if you're using that. And, um, you know, here's your time and here's your on deck time. And obviously some of that didn't go as quiet. Yeah, we had, we did have a few people, especially some smaller Guests. Who showed up um, maybe yeah, a little late. <laughs> could be anybody. That could and be then anybody. was a real jerk to to me for some reason. But that was oh man, he popped me so hard the way he was giving you shit. <laughs> um, and I just had to sit here and take it. But yeah, so you know, we you know, Aaron had asked everybody to, you know, get get your items pre-approved and send in your images and that way, like, you know, for like bundles like yours. It's not easy to just hold all those things up at one time or one at a time. So it was like, we'll put that graphic on the screen to kind of help people out. And then I had the idea of I'm going to create entrance videos for every single, <laughs> like, yeah. big on, you know, because I wanted them mm-hmm. to, you know, be impressed. You know, they do a lot of like high spot signings and, you know, virtual signings or selling things and, and they don't really get that kind of thing. So I wanted to try and make it feel special for them. Mm-hmm. And entertaining for the major marks. That, uh, that Dylan one that you guys put together, <laughs> I was dying. That was so good. That was so, so maybe my highlight of the night, actually. <laughs> probably mine too. Um, so, like, obviously, this is audio, so people cannot see this, but I can see who is in the waiting room um, and going to be coming on screen. And he looks, you know, maybe, I don't know, slightly grumpy or something like. He's going to have to come on here with Jake. He knows that he's going to hang out with Jake. So he's looking grumpy. And the the Muppet music starts, and he kind of, like, perks up a little bit. Hmm. And then, like, so I um, – it, it went by so quick. And, Joey, maybe you can tell if you picked up on it or not. But I took out Kermit's voice. Kermit, yeah. yeah. And and- I mimicked it the best that I could. And, you know, he says something <laughs> – Welcome to the Muppet Show with your very special guest star, whoever it is. So I went, mm-hmm. welcome to the major show with your very special guest star, Swoggle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and then just let the whole thing play out because I really didn't want to play like the horn Swoggle music. Mm-hmm. And I figured it's like, he's probably going to be over that. You know, he doesn't want to yeah. come on to the, you know, Kitty Leprechaun for a bunch of major marks. You know, like, let me think of some press him a little bit. So, you know, and, so you can get a little rise out of him. When like Kermit or I was saying the thing, like his eyes just got wide. And then just as the whole thing played, like you could just tell like how happy he got. <laughs> and then he came on and was like, I even said that was the greatest entrance yeah. he ever had. And yeah. he thanked all three of you 
um, ex- <laughs> excluded me, and then he decided to continue on uh, turning that knife. So, yep. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So I I had to go through and make all the videos and stuff. But um, yeah, the Swaggle yeah. one was the most fun, uh, and the Rory Fox one was a lot of fun. <laughs> that one was yeah, so that, that was good. I'll, I'll oh, oh. you in on this, and then I'll be done with my little section of this part. But um, same thing. Uh, we schedule it, and they they don't know this. Matt doesn't know that Rory's going to be on. Rory doesn't know that Matt's going to be on. Especially neither neither of them together. know they're going to be on together. Yeah, we we set that whole kind of thing up. So <laughs> purposely, um, we took Matt Cardona's music, and you know it starts with that you know <laughs> thing in the beginning, and I purposely left that all black, and and I said something. Uh, they they even shared it because of how funny it ended up being to their social media. But I left it black on purpose, and I said something like, um, "A lot of people have been waiting for this guest. You're gonna know exactly who it is once you hear the music." Uh, it was a work. I swerve. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Matt, kind of same thing as Swoggle, um, starts to like, not like perk up with happiness, but like, Oh, I, I'm about I'm ready not. to be on. He's like adjusting yeah. his headphones. And then <laughs> the graphic comes up and Husvar's vocals coming up saying <laughs> always ready. Always angry. <laughs> and the always angry graphic comes up and I shorten it up before the, the vocals start. I put in a tearing sound just like his, uh, <laughs> His trunk. <laughs> I didn't catch that. That's great. Oh, yeah. yeah, so it feels way and you just hear <laughs> and like Matt is just laughing the whole time. Like and Rory comes on and, and no audio. Yeah, no that was audio. not planned. That was not legit. Like, yeah. Oh no. And I, it could not have worked out any better. Yeah, it I mean, it was, better. And then it it's perfect. like, all right. I'm just going to bring Matt on now. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you cheap fuck. (laughs) (laughs) So that was, that was, you know, some of the inside fun stuff of all that. And uh, Hey, before we move on, just on behalf of the group, like, let me say thank you to you guys. Thank you to Aaron. Thank you to everybody who did it. It was totally like a unique, fun thing to do. Right. Maybe hopefully it'll happen again in the future, but if it does, like it won't be as cool as the first one. And, Husfar, Jake, you guys admitted that you did uh, a little bit of work. I want to give a special shout to Billy. Absolutely. Absolutely. He deserves it. Yeah. Like those of us in the MWO universe, uh, like we've only, it's been 10 weeks. Like we don't think of you as being an experienced host. And the way you were navigating those tough spots and getting the info out there and like moving shit along. uh, Dude, it was very commendable. So uh, like. Oh, you guys should all feel very proud of that. That was. Well, thank you. And thank I, you. I, I do want to go and, and you know say this you know publicly. Obviously, you know Aaron was the main host, so he handled a lot of what was going on. Mm-hmm. But but um, it, you Aaron know, and, was and doing I, a great job. But he was doing the fun stuff. You were doing sure. some of the hard well, stuff. Yeah, you know, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. Um, yep. so you know, I definitely kind of had to be a bigger presence on it too because I'm the one bringing people on. Um, so you know, whatever, but, but with, without Husvar and Jake there, like 100%, like maybe me and Aaron might've been a little more of, you know, you know, pushing certain things or whatever, but if it was just me and Aaron would not have pulled off the way it was. So like, 
you know, that's, you know, that's what I want to say to you guys. Like you guys were amazing. Uh, and, and, you know, you guys kept, I think the fun of it going outside of like being the host and the, um, you know, the tech guy, uh, you guys really push things, this thing as well. So, you know, I, you know, Jake, like kind of when you were saying like, ah, you know, I didn't do as much as anybody, you know, and I, you know, whatever, like, and you, you know, whatever. Uh, so anyway, like, no, you did way more than, than you think you did. Uh, and it was very important, you know, to have you there and doing what you did. And, you know, both of you guys, everybody so, served thanks. a vital role. Thank you. I, right. I, with a tear in my eye. <laughs> Thank you. But Thank no, you. So, you know, Appreciate that's the, that. let's talk about, you know, the flea market and how fun yeah. it was. And, you know, I guess the, what we did as individuals and then the thank yous, but like, seriously, like, thank you guys, you know. Just, yeah, well, thank you. I mean, yeah, yeah, you. I mean, it's, this is why we're, we're best friends. The right. three best friends that anybody could have. <laughs> <laughs> A week like major fest deserves an event like that. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, I mean, it was a lot of work, but it was some of the most fun that, that I've got to have in the group. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, um, you know, occasionally you're going to run into some drama in the group. We, we've all seen that and sure. garbage happens here and there, unfortunately, but, uh, it's nice for everybody to get together and, you know, just have fun and hang out. Right. And it was, it was, it was, chaos but at the same time it was so organized it, it's right. hard to explain you know yeah. but uh it, it was it was so much fun and i'd love to do it again and uh you know obviously mm -hmm. a, definitely a huge shout out to uh mark matt and brian for giving us the opportunity to to be a part of it and uh hopefully there's um you know some room for for some more things in the future and yep. um you know yes. we, we're very appreciative and and um you know we just look forward to seeing what else we can offer in the future so you know, it's a lot, lots of fun and Yada yada yada. Yep. All right. Let's <laughs> let's get this thing back yeah. to where it needs to be. Joey, thank you for yeah, asking. Joey, you you messed us all up and got us off, <laughs> off track, man. But no, yeah. Th thank you for you know yeah, you, wanting brother. to get that info out there. Like I said, I didn't even think about like, hey, we should do a behind the scenes of how it all went. Yeah, it was cool. Um, so um, yeah, thanks. But let's let's go back to where this needs to be. The show's about. The major marks. This one's Sorry. about Joey Hudson. Yeah. Old JH. What, what about me? What about me? What about Joey? Actually, I have a quick question for you, Joey. Is yeah. that a Gronk uh, jacket you're wearing? So it's totally Gronk inspired. I saw this at, on a clearance rack and my mind immediately pictured Gronk. Like I yeah. thought it was like one of those hippie hemp jackets. No, oh, yeah, it's like a Duluth Trading Company fleece. <laughs> you know, they're like a Minnesota company. But yeah. when I saw it, I like my I immediately pictured that Gronk Mattel. It looks like I'm, it, man. It's I've got those the black vipers. I was gonna see now you need those big uh I have I've glasses. Got vipers. Yeah, I'll yeah. send you guys a picture after the Hell show. Yeah. Hell yes. yeah. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Who wants to handle this? Hussy? Sure. I'm down. Yeah. Let's do it. Huss, so Hussy. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> okay, bye. So, Joey, uh, what was your first experience with wrestling? Uh, you know, how were you first introduced to wrestling? As whether it was you know recently or as a kid. So yeah, so first it was was August of like 1991. 
right? I can get pretty specific here because of what was going on on the show. But uh, I was just over at like a kid's house in the neighborhood. I was like 10 years old and maybe his family was like into wrestling or something. And to me, like I knew it was a thing, but it it might as well have been golf or tennis. Like it was just not cartoons. That's all I knew. Right. (laughs) And and so he puts it on and he's like, let's watch this. And uh, they must have had a Legion of Doom squash match. And I was immediately just like, Oh my God. And then <laughs> and like I can remember this conversation. This is so weird that he he's like, there's another team. One guy is called Earthquake and one guy is called Typhoon. They're nice. the natural disasters and they're really fat. <laughs> and I was like <laughs> I was like, Oh, I get it. I get it. it was like it's like Street Fighter, right? Like some guys are small, some guys are big, some guys are smart, like whatever. I like in right. my brain I just like, okay, I get it. Right. And I was in. I was like in immediately. Uh and so, you know, just watching like back then, it was like Saturday morning and Sunday morning or something. There would be a couple show WWF shows on. Uh, so watch those like all the time. And this was so this was right around SummerSlam uh, 91. And I know that because it was like Macho Man and Jake was like the big story. Right. So I just started watching. My parents were not going to let me get some this pay-per-view. They're like, no, we're not spending Twenty bucks on a thing you just started talking about um, and then and so it was like i mean that fall i feel like and into the winter was like a crazy time in wwf right it was like yeah. uh jake snake bites macho man sean throws marty through the barbershop window undertaker beats hogan at survivor series flair wins the rumble uh papa shango puts a spell on the ultimate warrior like <laughs> and this is all in like six months you know this is and and i was just like oh my god this is so crazy and uh i used to go to like the movie store in town and you know they have the big wall full of all the vhs's yeah and you know so that was really that was like how i got into it was you know they'd have you know at the time it was maybe like 30 pay-per-views it was like the entirety of the wwf pay-per-view library (laughs) but i could go down there and for a buck get get one of those tapes and keep it for four or five days and just watch it over and over and over again. So uh, my first pay-per-view was survivor series 91 and I'd watched all these old 30 pay-per-views and all it was, was Hulk Hogan winning. It was like 30, 30 <laughs> pay-per-views of Hulk Hogan winning. I was like, I get it. I, I, but he wasn't my, cause I was just like, he wasn't on like the Saturday and Sunday TV show that often. So only time Ooh. I was seeing Hogan was on these old tapes oh, yeah. and it was always uh-huh. the, Hogan poses at the end, right? It was like the same thing over and over. Right. And all of a sudden, Survivor Series 91, Undertaker beats him. And I was like super into The Undertaker because he was on TV all the time. Him and Paul Bear were doing like funeral parlor stuff. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. So, right. So, like, you're watching the show and you're like, okay, I know The Undertaker. He's cool. He's here. All-. And, and he beats Hogan. I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and then that goes to to the rumble in 92 where flair once and flair was like my ultimate favorite which is so <laughs> weird because i'd never seen wcw or like oh, so bobby yeah. heenan just goes like there's this new guy coming in and he's the real world's champion right yeah and, and i was just like this guy is so funny and he talks so good and he <laughs> wrestles so great so flair won the 92 rumble and mm-hmm. i mean i think at that point i was like I was in for life, basically. Oh, yeah. Vince had me at that point. <laughs> because what was he? He entered what number two or no number three, right? Yeah, number three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. It was a 
was cool. And, and, you know, and that at that point, like every winner had been in the twenties, right? They had never right. even done a winner in the teens in the before. Teens. Yeah. So yeah. it was it was unbelievable. And you know, part sure. of me was like, oh, am, is it me? Am I? What's like? Have I changed the WWF somehow? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you did. You messed it all up because it was supposed to be Hogan versus Flair at Mania. I know. I know. Oh, dude. So I, uh, I saw. I went to a house show in '92 mm-hmm. here in Minneapolis, and it was it was Hogan and Piper versus Flair and Sid. Oh wow! Uh, oh. And 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 I remember at the time, like thinking, like, oh, Hulk Hogan's gonna have to fight Ric Flair at WrestleMania. Right and yeah, and I was that was probably my first big disappointment actually. Was when yeah. I split that match up and went real quick. What 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 happened? I guess I don't. I, I'm not I, real I, sure. Oh, so it was at first they said it was going to be Hogan versus Flair, okay. and Psycho so, Sid was so pissed that he kept attacking Hogan, and well, then at the same time, Ric Flair had like photoshopped pictures of him and Miss Elizabeth together, <laughs> and that really pissed off Macho Man. So. Yeah. WWF president Jack Tunney decided to make it the first ever dual main event for WrestleMania eight. Yeah. Oh, hmm. is that, I think yeah. that's, I think I got that pretty much right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Cause it was at the Hoosier dome in Indy. <laughs> okay, so, um, yeah. I know that's, that's one of my favorite WrestleManias, but, uh, the thing was, you know, obviously flair was from WCW NWA, you know, and, um, Hogan was WWF and they were the two top guys in the eighties. And that was like the dream match that everybody wanted to see. Well, now both guys are in WWF. You have to have that dream match. And it never really had. I think they did do a house show uh, with that match, and it wasn't up to par, I believe. I don't know the whole story. I, I know you can look it up and find out for sure. But uh, yeah, yeah, it was, the, yeah, um, it was right around that show I went to. Like, I think yeah. a couple shows on that right. loop or around that time, right? They did some one on ones, they did a bunch of different tag matches. Yeah. and yeah, I don't think there was, I don't know if either they just didn't mesh well or there just wasn't much interest in it, you know, from the fans or what it was. But uh, yeah, because um, was it uh, Ho- or Sid eliminated Hogan in that rumble and then Hogan grabbed Sid's arm and pulled him out of the ring. Um, and then that's what started that feud, you know, and then, of course, Flair went on against Savage. But yeah, interesting. <sighs> Very cool. So, Joey, what who would you say was your favorite uh wrestler growing up and also what toys did you collect at that time if you did yeah so okay so favorites growing up was it was definitely like undertaker and flair um when razor ramon showed up like i loved him and then i loved dudes like like the mountie like (laughs) it's like a weird obscure one but like i loved the mountie like just because you know it was like um it was just such a stupid gimmick like he's a cop but from Canada. And, what about the Repo Man? Yeah, the Repo Man, same thing. Like, you know, he had a what's yours is mine, and what's what's mine is mine, and what's yours is mine too. Yeah. Right? right. Like, um, yeah. So, yeah, any, anybody who sang their own theme song, like, uh, especially then. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, and then for toys when I was a kid, it was, I was all about the Hasbros. Like, probably had started collecting those almost right away. Uh, still have almost all of my childhood ones. There's a couple that have like gone missing over the years and I've had to replace them. And then a couple that I didn't have growing up that I've added to the collection, but yeah. um, was like huge into my Hasbro's 
big into you know i didn't call it my fig fed back at the time but like yeah. uh had you know kept notebooks like full of stuff just fantasy booking like pay-per-views <laughs> out until 30 years you know i'd be like oh this is uh royal rumble 2045 you know i don't know whatever it would be. <laughs> just and keep it you know tally marks in the back to keep records with so like love the hasbros i don't think i really had much else for merch back then or anything like i know i i know i would go through the, the magazine and look at the catalog and look at the shirts oh, and, yeah. Yeah. um and look at all that stuff and Maybe I had like a an Ultimate Warrior wrestling buddy that I found at a garage sale or something like that. But sure. but loved the Hasbro's, loved them, and like never when they when they went to Jacks, I was like not interested at all. I was just like, this is <laughs> not no no, I'm done. Uh, <laughs> Did that ever change? Not. I mean, I've started collecting Mattels now. Um, sure, sure. But no, like no, it until. I just, until I was just- because like you know the for example you know with with matt you know he's like i was a jacks guy and then once mattel got the line i just i got mad and i sold all my stuff and i refused to buy mattel like i didn't know if at some point maybe it was like all right i'll give in and start getting to go back or jacks or you know i think i was lucky because like when that switch happened it was right around the age probably where i was like getting out of playing with toys anyway And was wasn't the type of kid who would like put up a big display or something like that. My parents were kind of like didn't want toys out around the house a lot. So <laughs> yeah. you know, so it so it probably worked out. And I probably still like played with my Hasbro's for a year or two after they stopped making them. Cause especially kind of like I'm in a rural town. So every once in a while, you know, you'd get ones would show up just at the grocery store. So even yeah. now when I look at the Wikipedia article and I'm like that whatever year they stopped making them, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I was buying new ones for a few more years after you know a lot of people probably were they you know you go to the kb toys or something like that Uh, right so what was your first uh i guess uh introduction to zach Ryder and kurt hawkins right okay so oh here so let let me i'll kind of take the long way around to this answer right so um so you know like (laughs) we're out of time uh so you know like was super into wrestling as a kid got out of it probably around like the year 2000 2001 just because i didn't have cable anymore i was like living Mm. with my buddies we didn't have cable so i wasn't maybe on a friday every once in a while i'd be somewhere in the i'd see the show you know i'd see smackdown on tv but um you know what kind of fell kind of fell out of touch with it then around like 2011 just happened to um, see Bret Hart's book at the library. It was like, mm. oh, cool, <laughs> Bret Hart. I remember him. And <laughs> so picked it up and like blew my mind because I never knew about like this backstage world of wrestling before. This incident, sure. I didn't even know about the the Montreal oh, Screwjob oh, until like I started reading this book and I had watched it live. Like I watched it live. Oh man, <laughs> and just was so WWF focused. Like I never watched WCW so. Like, I didn't even really get the full story of what was going on. So anyway, so it's like 2011, I, I get back into wrestling. Um, the pipe bomb, CM Punk's pipe bomb happened, like, just a couple months after I got back into it. So all of a sudden, I'm like, <laughs> it's almost like the stuff that happened back in 91. I'm like, oh, now that I'm just into this thing, like, crazy stuff is happening, and it's amazing. <laughs> um, Thank you. And, and one of my, and so then, people at work knew that I watched wrestling. Cause sometimes, you know, at work, like people know one generic fact about you, like, 
right? <laughs> and so they'd say, oh, this other guy here, Mike, he also watches wrestling. And it was through him that he turned me on to Zack Ryder. Like the very first thing he sort of told me about is like, do you know who Zack Ryder is? Uh, no. He's like, you, you've got to check out his Z true Long Island story. It's hilarious. <laughs> and um, so, and so he had to fill me in. Like he was with edge and he kind of gave me the whole backstory. And he told me, you know, I, he told me who Kurt was, but Kurt wasn't like, I knew he was a guy who had a scepter. And that was, okay. that was like all I knew of him, um, but was, but totally got into Zach through the YouTube show okay. and like went back, watched every episode. And, and so that was like the first time my kind of first introduction to them uh, ever. And then I, I'll just keep going. You can cut me off if you want, but no. you know, no, you're good. So, <laughs> this is the show. Yep. This is yeah. it, right? So then obviously like, just kept following uh zach on twitter like even after he kept doing you know he kept doing the the youtube show but would still follow him because he'd always post you know great stuff funny stuff and then when he first posted about the wrestling figure podcast i was like oh my god yes this is perfect <laughs> like i don't i don't collect wrestling toys but i would totally listen to zach Ryder talk about wrestling toys like sure. i had yeah. you know i'd listened to toy podcasts like years ago i was like and it was always stuff I, it was never stuff i collected but i'm just like oh that's just fun to hear yeah, about interesting like, cool. yeah. yeah right and um you know because it like to me toys figures whatever like that's art right like yeah. it, so without so it's like i can think about art but without feeling like i'm being high-minded and snobby about it right i could appreciate <laughs> there's something i can appreciate and take interest in and people are excited about like hearing somebody be excited and talk about something that's just fun half the time right so <laughs> so like day one was listening to the podcast um and then that sort of led to like earlier this year i think maybe a, a lot of people like um went into lockdown and i burned through all the episodes of uh podcast the ride and was like i need some more content let me join yeah. this patreon just for the episodes i was like i'm just gonna join it to listen to some episodes and um i was like okay well if i might as well join the facebook stuff group maybe i can win a free thing or something like that and then fast forward like to where we are today and it's it's become like a uh, it's almost like my friend group now you guys oh yes 100 i mean i kind of on the same lines you are i don't mean to interrupt but it's like I really didn't have too much of a social life outside of this. It was pretty much just work and, and that was it, you know? Um, and this group is just really, I mean, obviously, you know, Billy, Andrew and myself have really uh, grown close over the last year, but it's just, you know, you guys are my friends or the major marks. We're all, you know, you guys are my friends. You're, you're the guys that I hang out with and talk to. And, you know, that's why I post so many pictures of me flexing because I'm afraid to do it on my Facebook page because my <laughs> real real life friends will be like, "What the fuck are you doing, dude?" <laughs> yeah, I think I think my regular Facebook friends might think that I don't use the app anymore because <laughs> very rarely does anything go into my regular feed. If I have something funny to say, it's about wrestling. Yeah. And well, the worst is you when guys. you accidentally post on your regular Facebook <laughs> oh, you page, but time. you mean to do it. I know you guys have called me out a couple times, like, like uh, Jake. You know you posted that in the regular Facebook. Like shit. <laughs> I was wondering why I didn't get any likes. <laughs> I'm used to getting like 50 or 60 likes, and then I get like nothing. I'm like, what is going on? Nobody likes me anymore. <laughs> uh, you know, that is, that is kind of the difference too. Like, 
you know that you can, you know, and not just you, a lot of people, a lot of people come on and, and end up kind of spilling their guts over a lot of, you know, big life-changing personal things, jobs, families, new children, death, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, mm. and it's because it's, it's become such a, a, a strong and positive community that, you know, um, people feel more at home uh, with, with like-minded people then you know maybe people in their real life that are like jake said can be like what are you doing like what is your problem like that's not encouraging (laughs) you know that's (laughs) so um you know and 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 joey you know with with your posts especially gosh it seems like you know maybe I, i i don't obviously i don't know like the time frame but it seems like over the last couple months like like you've really stepped up yeah um you know, like not and not just with the shirts, you know, your your shirt posts, you know, and, you know, let's get into all 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 your posting and stuff. But uh, either I didn't quite notice it or like I said, or you just like you just stepped it up. But I somehow like I uh, like I just started like catching on to you, like always posting these fun and silly and just, you know, very like good vibe posts all oh, the thanks. time. And and like you're you're one of those people that when i you know see your name come up it's like oh i i really want to see what joey has to say because i know know i'm gonna like scroll by with a smile (laughs) (laughs) oh thanks billy that's you know i like part of me did make a conscious decision to be like hey let me just try and like do a little bit more content for the group Mm -hmm. um and, you know, I mean, I, to me, I think of it as like popping the boys, right? Like, sure. and I think a lot, maybe a lot of other people, you guys and people listen to this, like, are so wrestling obsessed. I think of, you know, I put a lot of things in terms of that, that I hear from, from wrestlers oh, sure. and stuff. Yeah, and so, yeah. you know, you know, but, and I kind of get that vibe from this group where, you know, it's like, we're all at, you know, we're all at a wrestling show and maybe it's between matches and you're just laughing you're making jokes with each other and stuff like that. And um you know so i don't know the people that were in the group before me deserve a lot of credit because when i came in it was already like a great vibe and a good place to hang and and you don't feel you don't feel bad making a silly joke or anything like that but um you know it it also seemed to me the kind of place where like the more you give to it the more you get back from it right so absolutely um, absolutely before the before the pandemic, there was a great bar in Minneapolis called Bar Luchador. It was like a wrestling themed taco yeah. place. Oh, that's pretty and, cool. Uh, and so did they did tons of like events, just where you know, hey, tonight you know a special Monday night thing, or a lot of like online. You know, we they do an online promo contest where we'd all cut wrestling promos on each other and stuff <laughs> like that. And, <laughs> and the the thing I learned from there was sort of what I said. It was the kind of place where the more you put into it, the more you could get back to it just in terms of, you know, whether it was somebody clicking a little heart on an Instagram or a Facebook post, or whether it was meeting new people or somebody recognizes you at a wrestling show and you talk, and you end up having a 30 minute conversation with somebody you never met just because, you know, they're like, Hey, I recognize your name from, from online. So, yeah. um, you know, I kind of, I started, uh, you know, just in my real life, like I was feeling a little bit shut in and just a little bit, you know, I got my wife and my kids. And, and so I was, you know, like, Hey, I want to reach into this community a little bit. And, um, 
and it's been and it's been like tremendous, right? I'm sure that there's some people in in the group who are just like, oh, this guy again. Posted <laughs> you know, day. probably, but you know, so what? Oh, definitely. I I think that every time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's 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 harmless, right? Like, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't. So I don't feel too bad. I mean, I do make sure, especially <laughs> since I do started doing the wrestling shirt posts mm-hmm. every morning. Yeah. Like, if I'm gonna post something else, I make sure that it's good. Yeah. You know, like so once the once the wrestling shirt a day thing is over, my quality filter might drop, and we might start seeing some the jokes some might duds. be a little more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's all right. That's that's you know maybe maybe you'll be the the Chris Jericho of the Major Pod Patreon where you just have to reinvent yourself. <laughs> there you go. Mm. You know, you, you're doing this shirt thing right now. It's going over. People are liking it. At a certain point, it's it's got a lifespan. And you know you're gonna have to figure out that next thing. Maybe wrestling yeah. related underwear. Oh, <laughs> Jake just wants to see you in different underwear. For <laughs> <a few days. laughs> so, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't quite have the physique that Jake has, or the uh, determination. I guess maybe is the right word. Like, I, I used to lift weights a lot back in high school, but that shit's heavy. So. <laughs> You if I had go lightweight, baby. Yeah, there you go. Uh, maybe <laughs> if I had some cool ring worn stuff like Husfar, uh, I could start doing like uh, you know. I mean, if I had cool ring worn trunks, I would definitely show off my bod in those. But <laughs> I um, it's funny. I the guy who who won the um the Brian, Brian Myers, Myers gear yeah. from the flea market, he put a post up today, and I I, I commented. I've been crying all last week. And then I was like, you know, with a, a laugh face on it, I was like, oh, it's a badass grab, like such, such awesome gear. <laughs> but well, I, I was crying inside a little bit. I could tell, I could tell you showed tremendous restraint by not like, Oh, look, is that, a, is that one of Hawkins scepters right there? It is. Look at that. I love that you call it a scepter. <laughs> yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's so cool. I got from the, the high one from WrestleMania, right? Yeah, yep. From the, I think it was a, a battle royale. It like started uh, off the uh, the the pay per view. Yep, nice. that's cool. I, it's back in the closet over here with all my wrestling shirts. The only thing uh, ring worn that I have, and I don't even know if he wore it in the ring, but I bought Brian's Hawkins Tonk Hawkins Tonk Man uh, Talking Shop Mania jumpsuit that he oh, wore when he did, oh. when they when he did, they did that pay per view oh, in Luke Gallows' backyard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. did you watch it? Yes, I loved it. I loved so it. Fun. I can't believe you got that. That's incredible. That's awesome. He put it in the flea. Um, yeah, I remember no, that all went down. Nobody, I guess I just didn't pick up that you were the guy. Yeah, yeah, nobody made it. Nobody bought it. So I made a crate, like a like almost a joke offer. Like, and he's just like, yeah, accept it. Oh, great. <laughs> so what? What was he selling it for? What'd you get it for? Oh, oh, oh. Right. <laughs> I, love baby. I love it. All right. So it was, he had it with, um, with an edge head that he signed and with us, uh, I got a bunch of magnets and other stuff with it too. Oh, wow. And I think he had it for 300 something. And I said 205 and he accepted it. Like, and I'm like, the wow. flea market is the greatest place on, in the yeah. world. Oh, absolutely. And, and, oh, this might. I just remembered my my wife might listen to this. So this might blow my cover, but it showed up. 
so then he shipped it like super fast, like way yeah. faster. So it showed up before I expected. His stuff it to. comes in like two days. It's insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was in like a party city box. You know, just a generic probably mm. box that he had laying around the house that he reused. So my wife opens it. And she's like, "Oh, you bought an Elvis costume for Halloween." <laughs> <laughs> so it was like in October. I was yes, I did buy an Elvis costume for Halloween. So I was oh. I was Hawkins. I was Hawkins Tonk Man handed out candy. <laughs> I love it. That is so fun. Got my shades right here too. Oh baby, were they his uh, shades or did yeah? Pick up some. Yeah, those those were his. Those Incredible. came with the deal too. That's cool, oh, that's man. so cool. <laughs> You're making Hussy cry on the inside again. <laughs> yeah, my my plan is to get ring gear from each of, you know, Ryder and Hawkins, Cardona and Myers's uh careers. Yeah, so I'm, that's I'm, cool. I'm almost there. So I'm I need uh current impact gear for Brian and I need something from like his his indie days back, you know, when he was fired the first time. Um mm-hmm. Zach, Man, what if you got your hands on those red red pants, those like red leather pants? Ooh. That would be cool. Um, well, I'm actually going to see him next weekend. I can ask him if you'd like. Okay, well, you got them red leather pants. Hussy <laughs> <laughs> needs them. I think he sold them. I think he Maybe. he yeah, sold probably. them. But, I mean, he did have a few different uh, pairs of like the leather pants, so maybe, yeah. maybe he's got something. That's that That'd that would be, cool. be kind of a unique one. Yeah, I, I want his. Uh, his uh, stripper gimmick undies. <laughs> Such a freak. <laughs> that was probably his normal underwear he wore like every day. <laughs> like oh, BBDs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Joey, uh, what uh, what was the thing that uh, like started you on the the shirt collection? Since that seems like that's your your bread and butter of collection. Yeah, that's my that's my current gimmick, right? So, <laughs> so, um. You know, grow like in high school, I maybe had a couple shirts, and I still have those too. You know, I have I had like an NWO Macho Man, and I've got a nice. Rock and an Austin shirt, but that was you know that was about it. And really, they were kind of at the point where like they, they were almost like my lawn mowing shirts, right? Like they weren't. <laughs> I didn't really, you know, when I wasn't watching wrestling, like these were just fun old shirts. Um, and then when I got back into it in 2011. I think the first guy was Dolph. Dolph had like amazing shirts. Yeah. Uh, especially oh, yeah. back then. And he still does. But um, so, you know, I was just like, oh, you know what? I, I think I was at a hot topic and I saw him. I saw it up on the wall. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll buy a shirt that says you wish you could take this. You wish you could pull this off or <laughs> stealing the show and your girlfriend or I'm trying to remember what it's not. <laughs> it's not showing off if you can back it up. Yeah, I mean, these are like great. That. These are great shirts, right? So I'm yes, just, I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm just picturing like this 30 year old dude just going <laughs> through a hot topic, just pulling out all these Dolph Ziggler shirts. Like, oh, this one's cool. That one's cool. Yeah. And then for right. some reason, I'm picturing Billy looks like he works at Hot Topic. <laughs> and it, <laughs> I shirt. You're like, uh, hey, sir. Uh, you know those the shirts are 30 percent off. You know. So. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm just picturing this. And no, that's over funny. Sick. <laughs> All right. Yes, I am. I'm sick. Go ahead. Yeah. You, you'll find me in many a hot topic around Minnesota scavenging through a clearance rack. Uh, it, you know, I mean, that's kind of where it went from there, right? I think the CM Punk Best in the World shirt came oh, yeah. out. That's, is that the yellow one? The no, no, no. I had one. the GTS, the Go to Sleep. That's yeah, the one yeah. I had. That I got that from Hot Topic. That was anyway. the- that was the next one. Yeah, he had another. He had a great run of shirts. So yes, uh, Daniel yeah. Bryan, yes, Daniel Bryan, no, right. So, 
So like I was I was just buying these all the I was like, okay, you know, I'll just get a couple of these shirts. These are fun to wear to the bar on the weekends or whatever. <laughs> and then it, it just kind of kept spiraling, right? Like I'd go to um the Mall of America is is about forty five minutes from here. So there's a couple nice. stores there. Oh, you, know, cool. you go to the you go to the clearance racks and there's you know, you can always find something for five or six bucks and maybe it's a couple years old and the gimmicks oh, yeah. done, but you know, I didn't care. I was like, "Oh, this is great! A uh, uh, Lucha Dragons shirt, perfect. I love it." Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> and and so, you know, when me and my wife were living in an apartment, though, I didn't necessarily have room for all these shirts. Like, so you know, maybe I'd have a couple shirts in my drawer, and the rest would be off in a bin somewhere. And um, and I just kept, but I I would still buy them. I kept buying them, and then I started going through WWE shop because, like, I started getting more addicted, and I had to get the <laughs> brand new ones. I had to yeah. get. You know, a brand new Daniel Bryan shirt every time it came out. Like, a couple of <laughs> and they got there. the buy one get one. <laughs> yep, yep. So, so then when we when we moved, we bought a house out in the suburbs, and uh, I have this closet back here, which is like my wrestling shirt closet, right? So I don't have quite <laughs> enough room in the house for like a full figure, all my merch stuff display. But I was like, I want one closet where I can put all my shirts all at once, so that like. If something happens, say, heaven forbid, like a wrestler passes away or a guy, maybe even better, a guy wins a championship out of nowhere or something like that. Like, yeah. I want to I want to be able to grab that shirt and wear it tomorrow. Hell yeah. <laughs> and and then somewhere along the line, it just I sort of morphed into like, I just wear wrestling shirts. Right. This has been going on for like two years now where I pretty much just wear wrestling shirts. And you're currently wearing a Terror Rising shirt. Yeah. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So everybody in the group will be able to trace back to the day we recorded. But yeah, Terror Rising, right? This is great. They did a whole line of like guys in their earliest gimmicks. So I think you can get like a Sexton Isaac Yankin. Yep. Sexton Hardcastle. Yeah, I saw those. Yeah. Oh, they got an Isaac Yankum on there? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, I, shit. I didn't Isaac see that one. Yankin. Oh, I'm going to have to get that. Uh, so, so, you know, I would wear wrestling shirts every day, but it would never, I would never make an effort to like wear them all. Uh, you know, I would kind of wear the same 10 or 15 over and over again, and then maybe grab a random one. But then, you know, it was, it was kind of what we were talking about earlier. Like I was trying to think of like things to do in the group that people would like, and maybe Matt and Brian have talked about it a couple of times. Like part of the fun of collecting is just showing it to people, not in yeah. a way of like you're bragging, but just oh. in a way of like, Hey, people might not know about this, or people might have forgotten this, and it'll trigger a fun memory, or uh, you know, just a, a shirt like terrorizing, like that. Just people laugh. You just laugh. You're right. Like, so silly. <laughs> Why would they even make that? Um. So and you know, so I was like, okay, maybe I'll do like a hundred wrestling shirts, counting down till mania. And then I got so itchy, I was like, screw it, I'm just gonna start. I think I have enough. I think I have enough shirts. <laughs> and that's the other thing I've learned about this. I'm kind of learning how many shirts I have because you like <laughs> some are in the wash, some are in the dirty clothes. You're never like quite sure. And so I'm like beginning to realize like I have like I think 180 right now or something wow. like that. Oh cool. And, and that's even after like I did I've done some cleaning. I've, yeah, I've got, I sold that one at the flea. I yeah I mean my purges are very <laughs> light purges. I'll be like I got rid of <laughs> Three shirts, honey. Aren't you proud of me? <laughs> yeah, but this box just showed up with seven more shirts. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. awesome. I, I just had this idea. Um, <laughs> who knows, you know, if it's even like something that, you know, would be able to be accomplished. But at the end of all this, like, I feel like you should put out like a like a, a, a picture album. 
Actually, that's a like, great idea. Like, if, if, like, maybe, I don't know. I, I'm just, like I said, I'm just thinking out loud right now. But, like, maybe you could do, like, a, hey, would anybody want the 100 poses of Joey Hudson book? <laughs> if yeah. I were to put it out, like, what if I made 10? Do I have <laughs> 10 fires? Um, like, I would get one of those. Hell yeah, like, that'd be sweet. Like, and, you know, at this point, like you said, you know, there there's a good amount of people who are, like, I'm not the only one. People are like looking forward to like, all right, what kind of goofy face is he going to make today? <laughs> or know, honestly, what, what you what could pose is he going to do? What cool shirt is he wearing? Yeah. What you could do, because since you got 180, just double that number, basically get to 365 and then you can make a daily calendar. There we go. That's, oh, that's you know, the goal. Yeah. That's a lot of that would actually be pretty cool. <laughs> Just every day he's like, hey. <laughs> Maybe I can do it like a flip book. So as you flip through it, I'm like, I'm going into a big Orton pose. Oh, or star. if you just have like every shirt on and then it just gradually goes to nothing. How <laughs> far would love that. Well, uh, a little teaser, right? Like, what? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm, uh, you know, so I'm going to have a bunch of shirts that like I don't fit into the rotation in the sure. now 134 days till wrestlemania because they moved yeah. it back two weeks bought oh, me an extra yeah. right, right. Uh, so so i might have to do like a like a battle royal style right where ooh. i put them put them all on and quick take them off in 30 yeah. seconds there we go <laughs> that was like a um like a one of those social media challenges where it's like you know you wear all these layers of shirts and yeah. you take them off i watched one where a girl did it and then she couldn't take the shirt off <laughs> And she started freaking out because the shirts were stuck on her. Just don't let that happen. I won't. I won't. I won't panic. <laughs> Being in wrestling shirts is a comfortable place for me. So. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the point myself where I, I, all of my wrestling shirts overtake all the other shirts I have. So I'm like at the point where I'm trying to get rid of, you know, shirts to have room for all the shirts I keep buying and it's like really hard right now. Cause it's like, Oh, I want some like comic book shirts, but I really love all these wrestling shirts. So I think I'm just going to get rid of like all these random ones and keep all the wrestling ones. Yep. It's yeah. Tough. I was, I was there three years ago, right. Where I got rid of <laughs> a bunch of star Wars and lost. I had a lot, a lot of shirts from the show lost. I'm a big oh, lost <laughs> fan. So I appreciate that. It was like huge into lost. And yes. yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I still have yeah. So there's a dresser. I have one dresser drawer with like, like t-shirts or just like dress shirts. You know, like nice shirts, and then a whole closet full of <laughs> just ridiculous <laughs> wrestling shirts. I love it. That's awesome. I love it. And there's some other good stuff in there too. It's not just shirts though. I should tell you. There's I, I love. Oh, I don't have any here, but I've got. I love um, the collector cups, like the, the WrestleMania yeah. collector cups, nice. and. You know, like a lot of like those I use every day. Like if I'm if I'm drinking a beverage around my house, I'm just casually sipping out of like a WrestleMania <laughs> 32. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what else do I have in there right now? Oh, I got it. Oh, my Beanie Babies. Those I've though, I put those. In, <laughs> I bought a bunch of wrestling Beanie Babies. Added two there Beanie oh, Babies. Yeah. That's cool. <laughs> okay. nice. But yeah, mostly shirts. <laughs> um, uh, you know, so you said that you've. <clears throat> excuse me. Um. It said that you, you said that you, <laughs> I'm going to have to do many push-ups. Um, uh, you know, like you would go and find new shirts and start ordering shirts and whatnot. But, you know, like in the flea market, you had this pretty cool and rare 
you know, Hulk Hogan, WWF crew shirt? Like what, what are some of like the yeah. like rare type things, you know, the older shirts? Yeah. So, so that was kind of part of my purge was getting rid of some of the rarer ones. Um, because for me, like I need to be able to wear the shirt, right? I'm, I don't really collect wrestling shirts to like have them and, but not wear them. Right. Yeah, so yeah. the kind of the reason I sold that Hogan one was like, it's in, it was in such good condition that I felt like I never, I could never wear it. I wore it like on the 4th of July once for a yeah. couple hours. Then I was like, I don't want to get barbecue sauce on this. I'm gonna take it off. <laughs> um, so, you know, like, so I have a, I've got an old nineties ultimate warrior, like kind of the one they'd sell at Kmart. Um, it's like white, but a lot of neon colors in the graphic. Um, so that's pretty awesome. I've got this great, like macho man NWO shirt. That's my, you know, that I've had since high school. So it's like really faded, but it, the fade makes it look awesome. Um, and the, but you know, yeah, most of the other like rare ones I kind of got rid of over the last year or two, just be, and, and mostly it's like to, to buy more shirts. I'm like, would I rather have this one shirt that I never wear or would I, or I could sell it and go to WWE shop when they've got to buy, buy one, get one free sale and get 10 more shirts. So, <laughs> so, you know, it's, uh, it's not always about like the rarity or the value to me. It's, it's more about just like, um, either the, the specific wrestler or like, the, is it a match or pay-per-view that like means like a Something lot that has to like me. some sentimental value to you. Yeah. 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 Like, um, you know, the, a lot of the pay-per-views that I've gone to in the past, like if I, if I didn't get a shirt there, I've tried to go back and go to eBay and try and get shirts from all those different shows and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Very cool. Um, what's like one of your favorite, uh, major wrestling figure podcast shirts or wh- wh- what one is your favorite? Okay. So I, I don't want to be like, I don't, I want to avoid my recency bias, mm-hmm. but this shirt is still available. I think so people should be aware that the nasty Boys shirt, that yeah. they're selling from collar and Colin elbow, elbow. Yeah. is so cool. It's yeah. like cool. So did you guys, did any of you guys order one? I got, oh yeah. I, got one. I okay. um, I wasn't, I wasn't going to get it, but it like everyone kept posting about it and I kept seeing it more and more and it just kept on. Like, I just liked it more and more yeah. and more after I kept seeing it. So I, and I ordered said, it. we're not going to release this after, you know, the month is up or whatever. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. Oh crap. No, I got to get it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Absolutely, but yeah, like each one is unique, right? You can tell that, like, so they took the black shirts and somebody went and sprayed this like neon paint all over it, right? So each one is like a little different. So that I think that makes it pretty cool. And uh, like, always loved that the Nasty Boy shirts. Like, oh yeah, when I was a kid, right? That's such a funny the glass, the sunglasses. I've been dying to find those somewhere because, like, I wanted to start like a retro sunglasses collection for some reason. I don't know why. Like I wanted to get you know like Bret Hart sunglasses, Macho Man stuff like that, but yeah, the Nasty Boys they had the paint splatter all over the glasses, and I remember seeing those as a kid. They were available, but I can't find them anywhere now. Like I'm having such a hard time finding yeah. even pictures of them, you know. So yeah, I I wonder, uh, you know, I don't, I can't imagine a lot of kids bought those back in the day, but maybe probably I don't not. Know. And it's if not, they did, they definitely cool. got destroyed, you know, because yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah or mom just like moms threw them out because they like look destroyed yeah, yeah these are so ugly why are, what are you doing with these <laughs> a, a lot of that merch stand stuff is is you know like matt used to do the yeah. you know the youtube the merch stand madness. It. Yeah. some of it's so hard to get and like it, exactly you have to like almost like 
get a catalog on eBay that's like fifty dollars for even just a catalog just to see some of this stuff. Right. It's crazy. The uh, yeah. the other pod shirt that I love though is the the stomp shirt. Like the it's white and it's got the guys like oh, yeah. the illustration of the of the guys in the front. Like the com when they were at like Comic Con that like screen cap of yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I, I have like that, that one. Yeah, yeah, I love I love that one too. Yeah, I've been yeah. thinking about getting shirts like that one, like the white one, you know, stomp, uh, things like that. Because you get the tank top version; it's like perfect for summer, like swimming yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, like totally thinking about getting one like that, or like the major squad, you know, that's uh, or uh, uh, Space Jam, Major Jam. Uh, oh yeah. Toon oh squad. yeah. Toon squad. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I I don't have it yet, but I'd also like to get that um the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, uh, that's one. my that's one of my favorite yeah. ones. I really I actually, like the Toy Story one that came out in the crate. Yeah. yeah, I got that one off eBay really cheap. I think I got it for like nine bucks. Nice. But um, I had so many pod shirts, and then once I lost all that weight, like they were just huge on me. So I I ended up selling all of them. And what I really fucked up on was the I had the tie dye shirt. I didn't oh, realize yeah. it was a limited edition. And I'm like, no. Oh, <laughs> so it's yeah. gone. It's gone. <laughs> I feel like the Nasty Boys shirt is going to be like that tie-dyed shirt. Like yeah. a year or two from now, people are going to yeah. see somebody in that and be like, what the heck? Where did you get it? Yeah. Uh, you know, why Why can't I get that anymore? Because <laughs> that's right. how I feel about that tie-dyed shirt. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, that one, on oh, the 100th episode shirt. Yeah, I, I had I got that one too, and like that one the collage. Cool. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, that one was pretty cool. But um, now are is collar and elbow? They're gonna do a shirt once a month now with them. I think, I think yeah, that's right. that's like, said, it's so. gonna be something like that once a month, and once the <laughs> <They're just laughs> taking out money. <laughs> once that month is up, that shirt's gone, it's and gone. Then they bring yeah. in a new one. I yeah. I wonder if it's gonna almost be like all the collar and elbow shirts are going to be like inspired by like a superstar like Ooh, you know, maybe yeah. you know, nasty boys is first maybe ultimate warrior next or macho uh, you know i something. want a giant gonzalez one with like fur on the shoulder <laughs> with like the muscle <laughs> and spray painted abs yes <laughs> you, have, like, little, uh, uh, you know trail patch coming up on the yes. bottom of the iman shirt. if you're listening i need you to make this a card <laughs> me in a giant gonzalez outfit <laughs> It says major on the shirt. Yes. Well, well, they were talking about Mark really wants to do that. The pajamas, you know, oh, like yeah. the thousand dollar broski, you know, onesie pajamas. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question. If they did make those, would you want them with or without the footsies? With the footsies. Yes. Gotta I want to feel like a kid. I want to feel like a kid. <laughs> and it could be like Matt's shoes or something. It could be like e- even like Jordans or something. You know, yeah, that'd, be, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> you know, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh man, we're like yeah. the. It's so weird. We're like adults, but we're like little kids too. You know? yeah. It's just like <laughs> we just love this shit. <laughs> yeah, talk about yeah. footies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yes. Like I just want to have you guys over for a slumber party. <laughs> uh, yeah, popcorn, watch the Royal Rumble all night. Someone cracked some little joke that like, hey, your figure looks like he's wearing pajamas. Yeah. And then yeah. I think, yeah, it was Mark's like, we need to get pajamas. I'm like, yeah, yeah. It, it would totally be cool. Like, I would totally get them. I mean, yeah, me too. I have to. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I'm sure it, my wife would just love that. She would just be giving me the eye, eye roll. Like, oh, God, here we go. I, I, I just I, 
I picture you, Joey, like having those footy pajamas walking out with like Monopoly money. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just had an idea. Mark, if you're listening, same thing, but stomp GI bro or you know oh yeah here we go have like the you know the tank top but it has arms on it Mm -hmm. and then and then you know the camo pants for the bottom and then like army boots for the footies (laughs) (laughs) and and it's got like the shade the shaded big muscles on it too right so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. and it could have a hood on it and then it's like either like the you know the gi bro hat or it has like the sunglasses on it or something with (laughs) full front zip just goes all the way up (laughs) i'm such a little kid That jammies aren't jacked enough. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, let's let's move on to the question time. And uh, Joey, you can hang out and and help answer questions if you'd like. Um, let me let me hang out for one question, and then okay. I'm gonna go uh, take care of my little or, baby daughter. Yeah. Cool. 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 Yeah, I've um, always, I mean, I've always wanted to be part of the question thing, but then right. I also want some of this episode for me to listen to later in the week. Like, oh, you know, right. a little surprise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what you guys you're say about me? We're gonna talk so much shit about you after you're gone. Barely, <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, who wants to go first? You want me to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, oh man, um, I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a uh, Victor. Leva's question, which was, uh, what was your favorite surprise? Um, wh- what's the word? Entrance. Today, Today, Junior. Surprise entrant in uh, the Royal Rumble that, that happened yesterday. Um, now, I did look at that. Was that, reread that, was that the yesterday's Rumble? Or I think he said, what's your Is favorite? In, in a, a Royal Rumble. Rumble. Well, I'm gonna pick yesterday's because I can't remember a lot of the other. I mean, I mean, I guess I, I could say last year Edge last right. year, um, just because yeah, I popped so hard and you know no one thought he was gonna ever be able to come back and right. he did. Um, and then I'll answer quickly for this year's. Um, I mean, you know, Christian was a huge one, but um, I, I popped for Carlito. Um. I mean, I know he didn't show up on, you know, that episode of Raw or SmackDown he was supposed to be on. So I had like a little bit of like intuition. A lot of people kind of thought he might be showing up. Yeah. Yeah. But it was awesome seeing him wrestle again and and doing, you know, with the apple and everything. It was it was so dope. I love that. (laughs) Definitely. Um, Man, there's so many good ones. And I'm going to go back to 1993. And he actually wasn't really a participant, but he did interfere in the Royal Rumble match. And I just spoke about him a minute ago, Giant Gonzalez. When he came <laughs> in and attacked The Undertaker. It was just such a – because, I, I mean, I did watch WCW, but I didn't know – I would never saw El Gigante before. So I didn't know who he was. And I'm just like, this dude – he's like, oh, I remember Bobby Heaney was like, he's eight feet tall. He's eight feet tall. <laughs> you know, and, and I'm like, oh, my God, this dude's eight feet tall. And, you know, I – like you know, I was just a kid, so I thought this like I thought those were like real muscles and the hair. I was like, <laughs> oh, he's from like the mountains, and he's gonna kill everybody. Like, <laughs> so you know, I just re- I just remember that sticking out so much. And plus, I had a VHS copy of it, and I just I watched it like every day. So uh, that's that's who I'm going with. <laughs> I like it. Um, yeah, you know, 
you, you think you think about those ones like like you said, Husbar, you know, with with Edge showing up last year, like that's stuff that you never would have expected because he can't he can't wrestle ever again. He's not mm-hmm. showing up. You know, things like that. Um, you know, AJ Styles is a really cool one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, just because you've always wanted to see it. Um and would it ever happen? But you know, and so that one was really cool. Um, Christian last night, right. kind of same thing as Edge. I really like that one. But I'm, I'm going to go with like a, a kind of a weird one, and I don't know how many people would actually like think this is a cool one or care about it. But uh, you know, they they always kind of do the the fun thing where they bring in like you know one of the women to mm. come in, yeah. and you know, I was uh, uh, for a long, long time a big mark for TNA. And uh, when, well, for WWE, she was called Karma. But when Awesome Kong mm. showed mm. up in the Men's Royal Rumble, I was just like, yes. Like, <laughs> if anybody, like, could, you know, because she she just would dominate, like, an entire women's division. Sure. So, of course, she should come into, like, a Royal mm-hmm. Rumble and yeah. start wrestling. And I'm really sad that that, like, never really got to take off or anything. But I, I, like, I like the Karma slash Awesome Kong. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. answer. Yeah, that's great. Uh, okay, so I wrote down two ideas, right? So just one from last night that I loved was Jillian. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Because <laughs> I don't remember exactly when she was on the show, but I totally remember that gimmick. Like, she was like an American Idol reject, bad singer. She had the messed up ear. Yeah, she <laughs> and, came in like during like the <laughs> cabinet of and then you yeah, have the man, Hater Mole. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so like I totally popped when she came out and then the way they did it with her and Billy, I thought yeah, was hilarious. Yeah, like yes. seeing those two together, I was like, Oh my god, I never would have thought of it, but right. they're like perfect together. Yeah. And, that was definitely fun. And then and then like the the way the story in the match played out with like them working together and working with Peyton and working with the Riot Squad and there being this like weird Billy like getting caught in between the two groups. And then as soon as Billy's eliminated, Peyton ends up eliminating the Riot Squad, which like they didn't talk about. But I like to me, I'm like, oh, that that's part of the same story. If only everyone had listened to Billy, you could all be at the end. Um, right. So, right. So so I love that one. But the other one that I love and I don't remember the exact year, but one year JBL was on commentary and the timer goes down to zero and JBL's music hits and he's like well here i go and he you know, <laughs> oh yes that was that one was awesome. puts his hat down he you know oh, yeah. walks into the ring real cocky and like is immediately knocked Instantly. out yeah and then walks back, back over to commentary puts his hat on <laughs> puts his earphones on like nothing had happened and he just goes right back into what a match maggle i can't believe it oh my god <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about he's like what? <laughs> yeah. What, call the match? what are you talking about? <laughs> which is like I love the that. That's a JBL character. He he works me every time. Like I get legit mad at JBL, and then like an hour later, I'm always like, he he worked me again. That son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and so that was always a great one. Yeah, that's good. I like. I it. love that one. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Well, hey guys, I'm gonna let you go so I can uh-huh. uh, save a little bit of the show for me to listen to yeah, later. Brother. All right. Thanks for joining us, Joey. Thanks for yeah, definitely joining. Oh, let me you. just say, uh, everyone, watch for me in the group. 134 wrestling shirts until WrestleMania. It's a great way to keep track of how close we're getting to WrestleMania. Um, if you're on Spotify, look for my playlist, Yacht Jams. 
All right. I've been working on it for years and only 60 people like it. So yacht, <laughs> yacht jams. All right. It's like Y A C H T. Yeah. It's like, it's like yacht rock. Yep. Yeah. You need to put a Z on the end of that. It's like inspired by yacht rock, but it's a lot hipper and cooler. Right. So jams, you get a hundred listeners. Then you can't go on a yacht in Minnesota. It's all frozen. No, you can't. You can't. What's all of you? It's all a pipe dream for me. These are oh, songs okay. that I imagine me listening to on if I ever did on a yacht. <laughs> I love all it. right. All right. Yacht jams on Spotify. All right. Do it. Thanks yeah. a lot, guys. Thanks, Thanks Joey. Joey. See you in the group. Bye, yes. brother. Yacht <laughs> <laughs> okay. yeah, jams. Um, <laughs> yeah, <James. laughs> love it. I love that dude. He's love it. Oh, yeah. Great, great funny. guy. Yep. Uh, great presence group. All right. Now, oh, continuing yeah. on, um, I guess I'll go next. Uh, I have Eddie Bauman, Bowman Bauman, however you say that. If you had a current dream four hmm. way match with, with one, oh, one star from ROH, Impact, hmm. WWE, and AEW, who would it be? All current people, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. Yeah, current, yes. Okay. If you had a current dream way, dream four-way match. I'm going to do so many push-ups this episode. <laughs> Man, <it's> funny. Um, <laughs> so, hmm, 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 hmm. I, you know, there's obvious choices that I could go with, but I'm, I'm going to stay away from the obvious. Um, so I'll start with, I'll just go right down the line. ROH is the first one. Um, big fan of uh, Jay Briscoe. Mm. Briscoe Brothers uh, yes. is such a great tag team. I know they've had some like little, I don't know, issues going on like behind the scenes. I don't get into all that too much. Uh, but as a wrestler, Jay Briscoe, I man, there was a time in ROH where like the the tag team split, and he was just like the guy for me. Um, Impact, um, I. I Normally would have went with Brian, but you know, like I said, it's kind of kind of obvious with this group. So I'm gonna and, and if anyone goes with Brian, that's fine. I am, um, but uh, I, <laughs> I would say, on it as well. <laughs> I would say um, James Storm. Mm. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. one of my all time favorite wrestlers. When I started yeah, watching yeah. Impact again, another tag team guy, America's Most Wanted. Um, big big fan of of that team, and and once they split. He was kind of my guy. Uh, WWE, hmm, that would be interesting. So you could go, you could pick NXT or yeah, SmackDown, I Raw, whatever. Know, That's man. pretty awesome. Okay. Yeah. Um, jeez. Uh, I suppose WWE. Just to throw something kind of interesting in there, and I am a big fan, but I would go Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Um, we haven't really seen, you know, the Fiend. In too many, uh, you know, multi-person matches, if any. Sure. sure. Uh, so the dynamic with working against four people, I think, would be really interesting. So yeah. I'll go with the Fiend for WWE, and then AEW. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so for AEW, I would go um, MJF. You know, so mm. you got you got like the Jay Briscoe's kind of like the Harley riding chicken farmer. You got, uh, <laughs> I mean, that's kind of like the gimmick. No, uh, true. Like, they're like like chicken farmers, I think. Um, you got 
Cowboy James Storm. He's he's Cowboy. You got the Fiend. You got you know the, this horror movie character, and then you have MJF, who's you know this like proper mm. dude. It, there's so many different dynamics going on, and and that would be a lot of fun for. Him. Awesome. My um, turn. I could sure. go. Sure. You could go. Whatever you want. Oh, go ahead, Husfar. Okay. So, <laughs> so for uh, AEW, I, I was gonna say MJF as well, but I'm gonna mm-hmm. pick Kenny Omega, um, just because oh, yeah. he he would be. I, I love what Kenny Omega. He'd be a great, you know, part of any match. Sure. Um, for Impact, um, I would say Brian Myers too, but I'm gonna go, you know, just to you know go a little different here. I'm gonna pick Eric Young because mm. he's, you know, he has that kind of like that psycho kind of, you know, look to him he has. And, you know, he's, he, he goes crazy and, you know, he's not, he's willing to pull out the chair and, you know, stomp your leg out on it <laughs> um, for, uh, for WWE, I would pick Dexter Loomis uh, from NXT. Um, he also is like, you know, that psycho persona. So I think that would go really well with, you know, all of them. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I would have picked Bray too. Bray would have been a great one. Um, and then for ring of honor, I mean, I am a supporter of him, so I, I would pick Danhausen. I think you kind of have like all these crazy guys, you know, all in one ring together. I think it would be a really interesting and, and kind of match. And, Kenny. and then Kenny, well, Kenny's kind of like how he is now. He's, you know, he's a heel and he's kind of not like a psycho. He's, guy. he's not like a psycho. No, but yeah. he, you know, he, He's kind of that, you know, that villain now that I'm sure. I'm Thanos. I'm I'm taking every belt from every promotion. I think that would that would be really dope match for between the four of them. Yeah. I love it. Thank Very you. Nice. Jake. All right. All right. So for me, <laughs> uh Ring of Honor, I'm gonna go with EC three. Oh. Ooh. It's a good pick. WWE, I'm gonna go Jinder Mahal. Okay. Okay. AEW, I'm going to go The Blade. The Blade. <laughs> All right. Okay. And then Impact, Matt Cardona. What a match. Wow. I, th- I think that I, it just came out of the top of my head. I was just sitting here thinking about who all was in there. And I was like, I think that would be a Cardona, really, really cool match. The Blade, EC3, and Jinder Mahal. Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just I, a little I, different, you know? Yeah. And, and you know, going with someone like Jinder, like he's not – I mean, he was a world champion, but he's not like yeah. top star. Um, right. I think he's you know, injured same, right now. Yeah, I haven't seen him for a while. You know, yeah. same thing with Blade. A lot of people really like him. He's cool. Right. Not yeah. you know, that <clears throat> higher up type guy, right. though. Yeah, I think there's some good mid carters, so to speak, you know, yeah. that really have a lot of potential. Uh, you know, I know Matt's talked about the Blade, about he's, he's one of the best body guys in the business. You oh, know, sure. and I mean, if you look at him, the dude is jacked, you know. Um, yeah. He's absolutely ripped, and uh, you know his his in ring work is really great. Um, I've always liked Jinder Mahal, um, Me too. E- even even yeah. back in three MB, you know. But then when he came oh, yeah. back, and he was just freakishly <laughs> ripped, and yeah. you know, and uh, became world champion. Just, I really liked him, and I liked it. Liked his gimmick. I liked his intro music, everything. Yeah. Um, and of course, EC three. Um, I'm you know, uh, you know, yeah. Lately, he's been a little little goofy, but uh, you know, he's still. <laughs> Still a great worker, and um, you know, definitely uh, got to give credit where credit's due. And I think obviously something's going to happen between him and Matt at some point. So I just kind of thought I'd put that in there. And, uh, and you know, fantasy booking like little something's already cooking. Then you put right. them in a four way, and they kind of have their little yeah. thing. That 
together and then it's like but you know then it kind of goes away right. you know but it adds to it i like it yeah yeah so i thought the, i thought that'd be kind of neat and a little different i, I like it a lot all three of those matches me too yeah. Yeah. all right jake your okay, turn so my turn hmm. <laughs> hmm. there's so many good ones here especially a lot of a lot of stuff about the uh royal a rumble too. a lot of rumble mike bagley what do you think mm. is wrestling's greatest ever career comeback? Example, Edge, HBK, Daniel Bryan, etc. That was on my list, too. It's a good question. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you would call this a comeback, but I think you should count it as one. Um, when Surfer Sting went away mm. and he was gone for so long. Yeah. And then he came back as Crow Sting. You know, finally... I, I don't know if you could count that or not because he was still kind of there. You know, I mean, he, his presence was there, you know, up in the rafters and everything. But um, I, in my opinion, it's one of the definitely top three greatest wrestling angles of all time, you know, Um, you know, so, and he technically was a free agent, so to speak at the time, you know, and I know that was a work, but uh, sure, sure, sure. You know, but, um, but he, I mean, he was not actively wrestling for I think what was it like nine months? I, I don't remember. Out. It was a long. It was a long yeah, time. Yeah, I know at least six, but I, I think it was nine. Um, but eh, it's not really a comeback. I don't know. Yeah, it could be a comeback. It kind of is, but it kind of isn't. Right? No, you know? I, I I get you know what what he was saying was definitely you know like right out with an injury or yeah yeah somebody who whose career was over and then but you know i i do like where you're going with it and it kind of started to spark other ideas for me same same i'm just gonna go with that i mean because like i mean if he wouldn't have gave us the examples i I definitely would have picked Shawn michaels you know obviously yeah i mean that that was my favorite because i thought he was done you know and uh, i mean he was you know Obviously, Billy's and you know one of my favorites as I mean, well. I mean, Jake, I was I was just gonna say you can also with Sting if you want to go off of it. I mean, you could go with you know when he got injured in WWE sure. yeah, and yeah, now yeah. he's in AEW. You're right. Like, you're right. Yeah. Like freaked out WWE for the first time. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, he got that All buckle that. bomb from Rollins, and you know, yeah, he was supposed figured, to be done, done. forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then uh, here he popped up in AEW. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go with Sting. I think I, that. Uh, think that's a solid solid choice yeah thank you what about what about you guys uh for me um i mean originally i was gonna say edge um but i mean i know he got injured again recently and he was out again um but i mean he just run the world rumble but i was gonna pick for my definitive answer i was gonna pick bray wyatt um yeah you know he he was out um you know once matt hardy left you know he had the eater of worlds persona and then he he got injured, right? It was he got injured yeah. with that back injury, and then he, um, you know, we thought if when eventually he when he would come back, he would come back as the kind of the same persona. But then he came back with this this care, you know, the fiend, and right. everyone flipped out. I remember I flipped out and I was yeah. hooked immediately. So I, I'm gonna go with Bray Wyatt going from you know kind of swamp. You know Bray Wyatt, uh, Sister Abigail Bray Wyatt to the Fiend. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, you know, and to to attach to that, I would say you know he you know he made a debut and worked for a while as Husky Harris. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. then left for a while and then came back as Bray Wyatt. Yeah. 
Yes. Um, so he had a couple of comebacks. <laughs> you know, and, and, yeah. you know the what what his character is now is still like an offshoot of of you know where he was to begin with. But mm-hmm. you know that Husky Harris moving into Bray Wyatt at all like that's a that's a big thing. Absolutely. Sure. Um, I would. See, you, you got my wheels turning when you kind of brought up, you know, I was Stink. I was only thinking injuries and stuff. Right. But, mm. um, uh, I I kind of want to go, and he was so back and forth anyway, but uh, X-Pac, re- as X-Pac, yeah. you yeah. know, he was one, yeah. two, three kid, mm. did some fun things, Man, he was you know, six. whatever, but, yeah. you know, one, two, three kid. And yeah. and then yeah, he went to WCW, became six, and I think what you know what's so important about his comeback as X Pac was that was like the first time really that like the Monday after uh, WrestleMania mm-hmm. was like oh something big can happen after WrestleMania like right. and then, like it never really was a thing before that that I yeah. can recall yeah and and ever since then. The yep. Raw after Mania is like sometimes more exciting yeah. than WrestleMania because you're right. like it's kind of the reset button. Where are things going now? And now it's like X Pac shows up and right. he gives like just this like it, it's 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 almost like one of the first like you know pipe bombs as sure. well where he comes out and really just says like real stuff, calling yeah. out a company that they didn't really acknowledged before right. and him thinking, Eric Bischoff, you know, like yeah. don't talk about, you know, so like that right. was a big thing. Oh yeah. Um, yes. So I'm back. I know again, it may not be exactly the injury thing. If I have to go with the injury thing, I'm going John Michaels. Yeah, but <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but I, I think so many cool things and important things that set forth the motion of what wrestling would become was that yeah. Xbox promo the Monday after mania. I agree, hundred percent. I'm with that's, you. Yeah, it's a great one for sure. So, that's uh, those are the questions. Oh, yeah. I did want to give a shout out. Um, I really wanted to do this one, but Brian Lyons, mm-hmm. he said, book a twenty person rumble oh, yeah. of major yeah. marks. Yep, I saw that who's too. Who's in it? I would honestly like to give something like that more time. You know, to you know, actually, yeah. like, I don't, I don't want to just be like, oh. Well, it's time to start booking twenty major marks. Like, no, I, I would and almost want to book this thing, you know. Yeah. So maybe at some point we can do like a special episode or something yeah. where, you know, or I don't know, something. Uh, mm. Maybe we'll make it a live show. I, I don't know because like we'll, we'll have to bring that back at some point. You know, we didn't do one for January because we did the live flea market. Right. So you know, maybe we'll do something along those lines where uh, it'd be fun to actually book you know some major marks yeah i would i love that there you go you you'd be the first one thrown over the top no i wouldn't yeah you would no you would be too busy i'm not as small i'm not as small (laughs) how tall are you huh how tall are you tall enough well i'm taller i don't care (laughs) so i'm not small (laughs) (laughs) here we go again All right. Uh, I don't know. Is there anything else anybody wants to um, talk? I do want to plug the um, Toy Ohio show yes. uh, on the 13th yep. in Girard, Ohio. Again, uh, Brian Myers is going to be there. I know Justin Summer is going to be there. I 
I believe John Indiana Vasquez is going to be there as well. Not sure. Um, I know he mentioned he was he was only a few hours away, so he's probably going to make it. And uh, a couple other guys in the group, so uh, we'll probably meet up there and uh, you know say what's up and hang out yep. for a few. Definitely sounds um, like fun. So yeah, so just wanted to plug that real quick, and then uh, you know Swaggle still stole my shoe, and he's a piece of shit. So yeah, yeah. The floor but... is yours. He wouldn't let you speak about it yeah. the other night. Otherwise, he was going to sell your shoe to someone yeah. else for real cheap, probably. Yeah, he um, said uh, twenty dollars, I think. Oh man! And yeah. if um, you are listening to this on release day of Thursday, tomorrow um, <laughs> is the uh, uh, the release of the tickets for Live Seven Stomp in Oshkosh. Yes. So, Woo. um, I'd like to. I'll, I'll plug the um. The other two signings as well, uh, Wrestling Universe, March 21st um, in uh, Comac, New York, Long Island. Um, at 10 a.m. to 1 p.m., uh, Matt, Mark, and Brian will all be signing. Uh, and then also the uh, Russell Mania Productions from fellow Major Mark, uh, Russell Lopresti. Um, they're doing also a signing at David Buster's in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Saturday, March 20th from 12 to three uh, that has swaggle included on there. And I, I believe if I'm hearing correctly, Sting is going to be yep. there too. So uh, get those black and white, you know, cards signed. If you, yep. if you uh, have them, well, what about a base card though? You can do oh, a base or, card, or base card, but the black, well, and I do white have a base card. Awesome. What, what color should I get it uh, signed in? Oh, Oh, the base card. Well, I have an extra one. I'm, 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 white keep, paint I'm not going to, yeah, I'm going to do a paint pen. But do I'm white paint my... pen. Oh, yeah. I already got one. Perfect. Okay. That's what I would say personally. Actually, um, yeah, that would look good on there. Yeah. And then, of course, I'm, I'm really pumped for ACW Wisconsin. Oh, yeah. Um, that yeah. whole weekend for the Live 7 and yeah. the wrestling show with Frickin' Nash. So that's Frickin' Nash. Frickin' Nash. <laughs> Frickin' Nash. <laughs> Super Shredder. Yeah, it's going to be uh Hell of a weekend. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm already planning. Got to get the hotel. Got to get the flight. Got to do that yeah. stuff. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm going on vacation first, and then we'll uh, we'll figure out all the deets after that. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's only one thing left to do. Billy? Husvar? <laughs> Play my fucking music. <laughs> Woo! Woo! <laughs> I got Galoom, a Hasbro Dusty. I got the merch that drives the marks while the ring-worn gear, they want to wear it. H-A-R-D, just like Blue Chew. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy. Toy boy. I'm just a major mark. Major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. Claim all the figs, claim all the merch, like Super Gabby. You already know the Michael Jordan and Scotty Pippen with Phil Jackson. Always scratching that itch. I'm just a major mark, major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. I'm just a major mark, major mark. I'm not a toy boy, toy boy. Hey, all you major marks, 
claim all that merchandise. <laughs>